Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Nine podcast. Today, as we meet with all of you, September the 21st, 2023, it has been officially, well, officially three weeks since we have logged on to do a podcast. Uh, obviously, Kayla moving into to U of I, had a little bout with Uncle COVID for a little bit, uh, then everything else, college football kind of taking place, a little NFL uh, Cardinals are garbage, but they are officially eliminated and we're back. Yeah. Um, I was told uh, two months ago that I was uh, not a real fan for thinking they were going to get eliminated. Here we are. Um, realism wins. Uh, a lot of things have gone on. Jack Flaherty moved to the bullpen. So no matter what happens with our side of that trade, we won that one. Um, so there's one win. Uh, Texas might get eliminated from the postseason at some point here soon. It's trending that way, kind of. They're not. They're not. They're all, They're right um, there. They, they got Houston coming up this weekend. If that does happen, won that trade. Like, Mozilla put on a clinic, picking the right teams to trade those guys to. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like, I have not I, – I pay attention. I watch part of the games. It's really painful baseball to watch. Uh, you're talking about a team who's hit – they're getting absolutely throttled right now by the Brewers, six to nothing. Miles Michaelis, garbage again. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I think that has to be addressed because that is another looming, potentially terrible contract extension that I have been concerned about since he signed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when, when you're paying attention to that, honestly, I'm trying to look at these young guys. I'm trying to see what are we getting from them. But over the last 15 games, we have 10 home runs. Nolan Gorman has zero. Like that, it, it's well, he's he has, been hurt the entire time. I understand. I understand. Like, I, well, what do you want just, to do? He hasn't been playing. Yeah, I, I know. He's going to hit a home I'm run. Saying, I know. I'm saying, when was the last home run? It was a while. It was a while. He's been out for two weeks. I get it. I get it. I get it. I want him back in the How'd lineup. How you hit a home run? He's out for the year. <laughs> oh, did they say that? Did they make that official? Well, I didn't know that was. they haven't said it, but okay. if they bring him back, they're idiots. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, Carlson out for the year. Yeah. Um, Burleson out for the year. Contreras probably in a day or two out for the year. Yeah. Um, when they announced shut that, them all down. Pereira. Yeah. Shut, in my opinion, shut down Michaelis. We can get into him first if you'd like. Yeah, please. Uh, why 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 is he throwing? Why is he I mean, why not? Anymore? Like because he had because look at his workload over the last two years. He's never dealt with anything like this. Shut him down, figure out what's going wrong with him, and move on. Like, what's he bringing? What's he giving you? Five innings? You can get someone to give you five innings. That's like, very fair. Shut him I down, agree with that. In my opinion. Like, I I don't think he's hurt. I'm not saying that. I think he's had a lot of innings on his arm. I don't think adding 10 more is going to do you any good in the last two weeks. Shut him down. Figure out what the hell is going on with him. If you can, maybe he's just not very good anymore. And move on to next year. Like, there's no reason to continue throwing him out there. There's no advantage for him. There's no advantage for the Cardinals. If I mean, at this point, lose every game the rest of the year. That might be better for the team. So I I don't like I don't know. I mean I give a ton of credit to guys like him, Arenado, Goldschmidt, Contreras, going out there and playing hard still. Um, with a really like they're already paid. They're not playing for that. They're playing just strictly because one they're professionals. We get that, but also I think there's there's a lot of pride that goes into that, and some pride with putting on the Cardinal jersey and going out there and representing your fan base. I would hope as a part of it as well. So credit to those guys, but. I, I'm be honest with you. I, I'm a. I watched uh, probably all 162 games last season. Like probably pretty close. Like maybe missed some innings here or there. But I watched parts of every game. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I'll, I just pretend those other two games didn't happen. But anyway, um, I, I haven't watched a full Cardinal game in at least two weeks. It's hard. I watched parts. It's hard. 
Like yeah. when Walker's up in a big situation, I'll watch because he's he's been awesome. He's really clutch, um, which is great because he might be the only one on the team, him and Gorman. But it's it's hard to sit down and watch this product, especially with all these injuries. And you've got no offense to these guys, but you've got Karakuto, Fermin, um, Baker, and all these guys at the bottom of the order. It's kind of like, well, you know, I'll watch when Wynn and Walker are up. Like that's fine. But other well, than that. Let's stick to Miles Michaelis. Uh, 4.95 ERA on the year. That's going to go up after today. So probably he's going to be that's what, it's at, that's what it's at right now. Okay, so that is updated. The The 4.95 yeah. is updated. Did you get it from OOB.com? I did. I did. That's what they updated um, immediately. 1.35 whip is very bad. Awful. Awful. Um, 122 Ks and 187 innings. That's like one per six. How many hits? Or whatever it is. Nine per six per nine. Ah, knew I'd figured out. How many hits? Um, hits has that's he a great up? question. And I don't uh, he's got the answer. most hits in baseball and the most two well, strike hits in baseball. Well, then there you go. Like he has given up has to be 214 like hits. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. In 187 like now, innings, I said. Like whip is what we all know is walk hits it per innings pitch. Yeah. The fact that your your hits per inning, it's probably on itself 1.2 is crazy. Well, so, yeah, correct. Um, I look, we all love Miles. Let's get that out. We all love He's him. awesome. He's awesome. He's person. A fantastic personality. He is he is there every day. He works his ass off. He is a competitor. We love him. Mm-hmm. He has to be your number four or your number five next year. You cannot yeah. go in to 2024 penciling. Now, if you get 2022 Miles Michaelis, great. 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 As your number four, now all of a sudden, now you're a dangerous, dangerous team. Well, then he wouldn't be your number four, him, but that'd be great. Well, it could be if you had three other good ones. That well, are you have three him. guys with a sub three five ERA. That's not gonna. Happen. My my point is, you can't go into the season having him as one of your top three. There was zero reason to extend him. They're just I, I've said it since the extension happened. Well, that's it's not fine. Fair, there it's, were reasons. Okay, all right. I mean, there the were reasons where like they had a no lot pitchers. of red flags. There were a lot of red flags. That's yeah, what I'm but saying. coming off of that, but I'm gonna say coming off of that year, he's getting sixteen a year for the next two years. Not awful, but nonetheless. The reason was to extend it was because they screwed themselves by having zero guys locked up past oh, this year. 100%. So that's the reason, but they and here here's my thing. You know, we all we all all talk at least me. I want Aaron Nola to be a Cardinal next year. I've said that a lot on here. I'm sticking by that. I think he's going to be a Cardinal and I think he should be a Cardinal. I almost wonder like Miles ERA is worse than his. It's 0.4 runs worse, so that's fair. But I almost wonder if if we watched Aaron Nola start every single every 5 days with his 4.57 ERA. I wonder if we'd have the same tune about bringing him back. I mean, bringing him yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, I think you know there are I mean? questions. I think there have to be questions around Aaron Nola. And you can yeah. question, it could be a contract thing. It could be a fluke year. Uh, I, I, I want Aaron Nola here. His defense. It could be the him. defense. I'm not all in. Like, my chips are not all in the middle uh, for Aaron not. Nola. I get it. I want him. Don't get me wrong. But I do think, again, but I've I also toot this train and have been for a long time. That like you have to be, no matter who you sign, there is a mat. You're it's a massive risk, no matter yeah, who agree. it is. And when I, you sign I, a guy who's going to be approaching his 32, 32 year, no, he's thirty second birthday, right? Thirty second birthday. He's oh, thirty first. I thought he was already thirty one. Um, thirty first birthday with a lot of innings. Like he is an innings eater. He has thrown a lot of innings, and they're going to probably knock on wood, potentially make another strong run into the postseason. I think you have to be very careful with a guy like that with Aaron. No, I just think that's, that's a, that has, uh, um, 
Oh my God, why is I'm who's the guy the Yankees signed this? Rodon. That's Rodon written all like potential disaster. Very different, very different situations. I'm just saying a long history. Here's the thing, Dad. We can talk about innings with Aaron Nolan. I get it. He throws a shit ton of innings, which by the way is the reason why I want him because he does that. Yes. Um, but look at this, Dad. Uh, other than the COVID shortened season in 2020, which he made every single start. So we'll just, um, yeah. 31 starts this 30 year, going to be 32. Yep. He's made 32 starts the last three years, which is the max amount of starts you can make as a starting pitcher. He doesn't I miss agree. starts. I, please That's, understand. That to me is a positive, not a negative. I will be ecstatic. All I'm saying is if he's wanting a five-year deal, like the root, what came out recently was he and the Phillies very far apart in what they want and mm-hmm. in, in the, the yeah. offer and what Nola wants. So yeah. I think, He's going to get paid incredibly well. I, the Cardinals need to spend money. We all are I in am. agreement with that. But we also know that the Cardinals like to spread around the money and not invest it in one guy. So I, I think. Well, you also, I, if you're going to get, gonna if you're going to bring out that, decision. if you're going to bring out that report, then you're also going to have to bring out the one that said the Cardinals are going to go hard after him. That's what Derek Gould Agreed. said. I, I just think I want my stance to be fair and to, to be firm. I would love Aaron Nola as a St. Louis Cardinal. Please understand that. I think you have to tread water and tread carefully with a guy like Aaron Nola, with a guy like Blake Snell, with honestly okay, any Blake of Blake Snell, you fill I, in the to blank. me, though, no, Blake Snell, I'm not even interested in. He's a great pitcher, He's but he he's not a, no, he's not a front end of your rotation guy. Right. I don't care if he's going to win Cy Young this year. Good for him. He deserves it because the rest of the NL has been bad pitching-wise. But he he throws less than six innings an outing. That's not a guy I'm paying $30 million a year to. Here's here's why I'd go in on Aaron Nola. One, because they need – you. Sorry, you just lost your sound completely. Aaron Nola. <laughs> All right, here's why, here's why I would go in on go. Aaron Nola. There we go. Um, one, you need you need a guy that can potentially be an ace. Maybe he comes here and he's not, but you need one. And if if you don't want to give up Nupar or Gorman or Donovan or Walker or Wynn, which I don't want to give up any of those five guys, I'm keeping all of them. Then you have to pay somebody. And I don't think Blake Snell's that guy. I think he's a really good pitcher. He's not he's not a, he's not a guy that you can rely on to be your horse just because one he's had injury problems, but also he's inconsistent with how many he walks the world and he does not throw six innings. He just doesn't. Um, and like I'm not trading for Dylan Cease because one he's he's got injury problems. He also has had a a, a meh year this year, and that's going to cost you the world. If he if, if it won it, then he'd be a Baltimore Oriole right now. So I I think Aaron Nola is your best bet. And I and if they don't go do anything to get an ace, I think Nolan Arenado's gone next year. So well, they're going. To, I think they're going to do that. Uh, like here's the names that are out there: Sonny Gray's out there. Obviously, Lucas Giolito's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that. I, I mean, that just seems to me like another project. That seems like another I've, reclamation project. I'm not saying. I I'm hold on, hold on. I've got here. one word for Lucas Giolito as a St. Louis Cardinal. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm fine with no. No, he's bad. I don't yeah. understand. He also doesn't throw. He's only throwing a lot of in like. Yeah, he hasn't been good. How, how he's injury prone. He's inconsistent. He doesn't seem to know how to fix any issues when he has them. And like, if you, the Dodgers wanted nothing to do with him or Jack Flaherty. Like they, Would you the be, Dodgers were looking for starting pitching, and Giolito and the rumors were Giolito and Flaherty. No interest in either of them. Which means I don't know why the Cardinals should, because they could right. actually fix them. We can't. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, would you have interest in Savali from Tampa Bay if there if or do you think that he stays there? No, no. I don't know what his contracts. He's had a I really mean, good I year. guess he's fine. Wait, Aaron Savali, he, he got traded. 
Yeah, to Tampa Bay. That's what I said. I didn't know what his contract extension. I don't know He's, what he looks like. I think for he next has year. a year, he has a year left. Okay, okay. I did not. Um, know. I, I would be know. Tyler Glass now is a guy to look out for. Them. Yes, I think uh, 25, 25 million. Yeah. Massive injury concerns. Um, obviously. But he's making $25 million, which means the Rage will probably trade him. Uh, you go after him. If he's available, that's a guy. You go after him and Aaron Nola. You get them both. And then you've got a one-two. It's $50 um, million. You're gonna I agree. Take, I agree. But they're going to have to spend money if they want right. to be good. I agree. That's like, I see a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, they're, he's going to cost too much. I'm tired of saying that. Who the cares? Cardinals, the Cardinals are owned, I'll say it one more time. The Cardinals are owned by a billionaire with a B, with a B. All right. He he sees the empty seats that are there. That will happen again next year if you do not go out and spend money. And now it becomes even worse. And like you said, now you're dealing with Goldschmidt, who will be on an expiring contract. You're dealing with the unhappiness of Arenado. Like, you can't allow this to fester for another season. You're going to have to spend money. Could it all go to hell? Absolutely. You could go sign three starting pitchers, and they could two of them could be done by the all-star break. We know that we've seen that happen way too often with way too many teams, but you still are going to have to go out and spend money. I, I get a kick and I want to get your take on this. Everybody's still on Twitter talking about how the Cardinals match up with the Mariners. I watch almost every Mariners game because that's what I've been watching now, because the, obviously the Orioles are fun, but I'm kind of really wanting to hope that mm -hmm. the Mariners get into this uh, Rangers. Also, like I would love to see the Astros fall out. The other two get in whatever. No, the, 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 the talk all around Seattle is really honestly the only guy they might even look to move is Robbie Ray. They have no desire to yeah, move a Gilbert. They have no desire to move a George Kirby, even after uh, we can talk about what George. I don't Kirby's want George Kirby. Nah, He's a stud, I don't think no anybody's going to want him. Uh, they have no desire to move Miller. They have no desire to move Castillo, and they have no desire to move Wu. And again, Jerry Depoto, we know is a madman. We know that one hundred percent. However, he also understands you need depth in pitching. He can go sign two bats instead of trading one of those young guys that are cost controlled for a bat. And he still has his depth and he adds offense. That's what the Mariners will do. They're not, unless the Cardinals are, are unless your fan base, y'all are ready to deal. Newtbar, Gorman, or Donovan, like you said, there is no match in Seattle. So let's try and stop forcing no. the round peg in the square hole. And even if you are Jerry DePoto, and like people always look at this from the Cardinal perspective, but if you are DePoto, and you say, well, we could have Bryce Miller and Cody Bellinger, or we could trade Bryce Miller and not have him, and then we'd have Newt Bar. Well, what one are you doing? You're Agreed. trading Cody That's Bellinger. That's what I'm like, saying. People don't They're look at it from that perspective. Money. Yes. And also, it, going back to this whole, oh, he's too expensive. Bill DeWitt Jr. bought the St. Louis Cardinals for $150 million in 1995. <laughs> They're worth $2.5 I don't Correct. give a singular fuck how much money he has to spend. He's gained over $2 billion in the worth of the franchise since buying them over 20 years ago, 27 yeah. years, whatever that would be. So we've so, got this figured out. So thank you all for watching. We greatly appreciate you. We'll be back in May. No, I'm just kidding. Um, greatly appreciate you, though, if you'd hit that subscribe button. They continue to soar. Thank you. Tell a friend. We greatly appreciate that. Um, let's move on to another guy. All right, let's move on to another guy that I think we need to talk about just a little bit. Uh, because uh, while this has not been a lot of rosy days in the Cardinals year, Adam Wainwright gets number 200. Like, I feel like we almost went too long in the show without talking about that. However, shout out to Waino. I, I've said it for a long time on here. I've said it in conversations with my buddies. I've said it in, in bars with, with other people. Adam Wainwright still resides on my Mount Rushmore of favorite Cardinals. I wish people would understand the word favorite. Because here's what happens every time I say that. 
oh, you're going to put him above. You, you're not listening. I'm not saying he's for the best all-time Mount Rushmore, right, Cardinals. I'm not saying he's top four. I'm saying my favorite in my lifetime that I've watched, Adam Wainwright is on my Mount Rushmore of favorite yeah. Cardinals. So to shout fair, out yeah. to Uncle Charlie. Way to do it. Get your 1-0 victory against the Brewers. What a way to go out. I, I hope that's his last start for the St. Louis Cardinals. I know there's yeah. fans that don't agree with that. That's what I that's what I hope. Yeah. And to your point, like he's probably he's the best pitcher in your lifetime if it's a pitch for the St. Louis Cardinals. I think there's an argument to be made nope. for Chris Carpenter. There's not. When he was dominant, he was pretty dominant. But I agree. He was great. I, I will if agree. If you're talking with about you. prime years, yeah, obviously Chris Carpenter is better. I will I'm talking about longevity, everything. It's I yeah. it's not even close. Like he's the second best Cardinal pitcher in Cardinal history. Cardinal. Well, I mean, there's two pitchers who have pitched their entire career with the Cardinals and have 200 wins. Bob Gibson, Adam Wainwright. And that's the list. That's, that's it. one and two. No that's one else. Is, no one's. Chris Carpenter so, is my favorite pitcher of all yeah, time. But I get that. Um, I, I love yeah, him I mean, too. Obviously, Wayno is my guy. Well, Wayno's the well. Yeah, Carpenter's my guy. But Wayno's the best I've seen. Like Chris Carpenter at the, the prime of his career, he was incredible. But what Wayno's done coming back from his um, when his career was basically over, coming back and getting his three. Times. Three great years. Like I don't care what he did this year. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't affect how I view him or his career at all. Um, yeah, I'm very happy for him. That was also really cool. Cool moment with Wilson, who was crying on the field. Yeah. Like, well, and I swear he said, Wayno said Wilson has the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met in my life. Like, and it has to be true. Like, he he wears everything on his sleeve. Like, I love that guy. And we're gonna get into him in a little bit, but um, him hitting the homer to give him the lead and winning one nothing. Like, how awesome is it that the 200 win came on a one nothing victory? Like, that, that's no, that's cool. perfect. It's great that Against it wasn't the like, yeah, it's also. great that it wasn't like Wayno went five and gave up six and the offense banged. Like, you like, needed Wayno to be Wayno again. Agreed. In the last 12 years, our number one nemesis in the NL Central, I know you had a couple years with the Cubs, you had a year or two with the Pirates, whatever. Our biggest nemesis since the Astros left the NL Central has been the, the Brewers. That's been our mm-hmm. biggest rival in the division for him to get it. All right. If I were to ask you a, a trivia question right here. All right. Um, where do you think he ranks all time? Give me a number. All right. In the national league in wins all, all time. time, all time. Where would you, where, if you were to guess, where does 200 land you on that? list? So, so you have to be, you have to get all your wins in the NL. Like Randy yeah, Johnson is, doesn't count then, for this. That, that's a great. Yeah. These are national league history is the, is the uh, number. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 18th. Ooh, that was 38. Oh, 38. okay. Sorry. I ruined your yeah. game. <laughs> you did. You did, but it's okay. Um, it wasn't, you didn't ruin anything. I thought oh. you would go. I thought you'd guess like 50th or something, but 38. Well, not that many people get to 300. Like that's no. rare. Um, it's all good. Interesting question. Kershaw and Wayno, the last two to get to 200 wins in your opinion. Do you see anybody else getting there? Probably. I think, I think more people will get to 200. People keep saying they won't. I don't agree with that because I, I think a lot of people, well, they don't go that far in games anymore. And, well, yeah, but they go five. They go six. Do you? So, yeah, I think you, some, I should have. This is on me, and this is bad pad, podcasting. I should have looked up the list of who is next in line for coming up on 200 wins. I didn't do that. I watched, you know who I think uh, we'll get there? I watched um, Travis Kelsey on McAfee instead. I think Framber Valdez has a chance if he continues pitching like this. Okay. Because I think he could have a 20. Where's Zach Wheeler? Where is uh, Zach Wheeler's not that high up there? I would think. Yeah, because he's had so many injuries. He's right? only had a few really good years too. Like, oh, he has 85. Like he could get there. 86. Yeah, he could definitely get there. I mean, that's there's some guy. guys who'll get there. 
Um, you had the longevity that like DeGrom would have gotten there easily if he was yes. on one, a competent team, and two, stayed healthy. But I don't think anyone's going to get to 300 again, but I think 200 will get some guys in there. Um, 2,200 Ks. I mean, that's – look, I, I'll go back. I hope there is a time in my life, and I'm not going to start this discussion, and it's okay, we don't have to. We can get into this later with somebody else if we'd like. I hope there's a time in my life where I see Adam Wainwright going to Cooperstown. I okay. don't know that there will. I don't know. I don't know that answer, but two, 200 wins and 2,200 Ks. Recency bias for everyone who's watching and along with a lot of other people would tell you, oh, no, we're not doing that. Um, but, you know. I think he'll get in on the Veterans Committee way down the line. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And um, I still don't know why Jim Edmonds isn't in the Hall of Fame. And it, can, I, can, I get, can I propose a uh, – maybe this has already been out there. I have not been on X as much lately. However awesome. – uh, it's gone down like it's hard it's to cesspool. even deal it's, it, it is. For it's hard for me to even like throw 10 seconds of of care for into that but do, how cool you know cardinals love to build statues how right. cool would it be if you built a wayno and 60 feet six inches down the way you built uh molina i feel like those two the statue needs to be tied together does that make sense they're not going to have a wayno statue i don't think not, really they don't have a william mcgee one yeah, I people think seem Wayno's to forget how impactful William McGee was for this franchise. I agree. And at the time of Two his retirement, titles. an MVP, a World an Series, MVP, two of them, Rookie of the Year. Like, like people seem to forget that William McGee, at the end of his tenure with the Cardinals, was viewed, I mean, as prestigiously as guys like Wayno, like he was, and he doesn't have a statue. So, so unless Wayno gets in the Hall of Fame, I don't know if they're going to change point. their ways. Here's okay. the thing, though: number fifty needs to be retired. I don't care. Um, I don't. I do not care that he's not in the Hall of Fame. If Ted Simmons, num- no offense, Simba, but if Ted Simmons' number is retired and Adam Wainwright's isn't, uh, no. Like Scott Rowland's number is going to be retired. Adam Wainwright's more impactful than both of those uh, guys. To give to give a sneak peek on what I do plan on doing for this offseason until we, but until we release the official announcement, I do believe. There is a company that might be the hard nine that might be uh, releasing a retire 51 shirt as well. I think that we're going to have to do that in the off season. Um, well, Willie's so, going to be mad at that. Cause then he can't wear it anymore. Well, he can still wear it until he's he, still wearing it. He can still wear it. He can still wear it. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I would love that statue. In front. But I, 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 I also want to clarify awesome. that I think he deserves a statue. I just, I just don't know. Like if you're not going to retire guys like Willie McGee's, are they going to retire Wayno's if he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. He yeah, should get one. Um, so should Willie, if I'm being honest. But as we as we are moving on to what was in 23 and what won't be in 24, can we all have a moment of silence for Taylor Motter's St. Louis Cardinals career? He's he's still he's okay, still. Well, practicing. you didn't give him too much fucking I'm, respect right there. I, you stepped all him. over that. No offense, Taylor, but you don't deserve a moment of silence. Um, he he's still practicing at the Florida Complex. Uh, at June Jupiter for the team. Like he's not, they like giving him the courtesy of letting him continue to work out while not being in the organization. He was so. the only person in cards history to have 80 at bats and less than five runs and five RBIs. He had three runs and drove in two. That's tough. Not great. What, what is the love? I, I, I did tweet this, like, like find someone in your life who looks at you like John Mosellock in the front office looks at Taylor Motter and you will be that, set man. and you will be it's so, so happy. It's this season so weird. I don't know. Um, what okay. Just a few things that I want to get some uh, questions to you. Are we concerned with Ma- Mason Wynn? Although, shout out for his first home run. No. We have not been on. Right. His 450 OBP 
OPS does not concern you. Sorry, no. OPS. No, I agree. I agree. If you if um, you get on the old not, X, that you won't realize well, that. But well, yeah, but I don't. I don't take those opinions seriously. Uh, he, Mike Trout got sent down when he got called up just the first time. <laughs> right, Bryce Harper. And Kellen Machado Nick. and the guys that were up and immediately hammered the ball and were incredible. That's not the rule. That's that's an outlier. So I'm not worried about it. One, I don't believe Mason Wynn's going to be a great offensive player at the big leagues anyway. I think he's going to be good. I think he might. He'll have some years where he's a 110 OPS plus guy, 115 maybe. Like he, I think he could have some years like that. But he's never going to be what Jordan Walker can be. Like and and those two have been so heavily lit together that I think some people have forgotten how different they are as players. Like they're not the same. Mason Wynn's going to be the incredible defensive shortstop. That's going to save you more runs than he's going to drive in. That's his job. Um, and if you, and if he's driving you in runs too, that's where you get a guy with four and a half, five war, like Tommy Edmund. Do, do you see him potentially? I don't, I don't love comps. Okay. Uh, but it is fun to always say. Ozzie Smith. <laughs> no, let's relax. <laughs> hey, if that happens, Build fucking Mason a zero, retire his number also. Let's go ahead and add. But do you do you see his career taking the shape of like an Andrelton Simmons? Or do you think that he could be more of a Dansby Swanson type? He's not gonna be Dansby Swanson. He's not gonna hit 30 homers. Um that's so Andrelton Simmons, I think it's Andrelton Simmons is I think Andrelton Simmons is one of the greatest defensive shortstops to ever live. I agree. Um so do I think that I don't I don't think He's that yet. Andrelton Simmons, people forget this as well. When he was with the Braves, he made some of the most outrageous plays I've ever seen in my life. Plays yes. I'm not, I don't think anybody else in the history of baseball could make. Not Ozzy, not anyone. I don't think anyone could do what he was doing. Um Ray Ken, Ray, hey, uh, Ray, uh, what's his name? Canones or whatever. No, that Ray Ordonez. Ah, knew I'd come up with it. He was the guy for a while. He was crazy. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. I mean, even as Dribble Cabrera made some crazy plays, but I've, I've never seen someone consistently make me like um put me in awe uh, since whoa. Put me in awe. Is that the right way to say that? I, I don't, know. don't know. Yeah, I think maybe. I don't know. But... Either way, Anderson Simmons is incredible. Do I think he has more offensive potential than Anderson Simmons? I do I'll too. Say that. I do too. But Anderson I don't know Simmons what he's going to become. Though. Here's the I, thing. No, and, and he's and talked I don't about like, this. That's why I don't like comps. Yeah, let's I don't like let him, him just develop. And he, if he becomes Anderson Simmons, that's awesome. I would love that. Um, but he, he's talks about this a lot that he's had a lot of slow starts. Nolan Gorman, same way, right? He's had a ton of slow starts when he moves up levels. And there's no bigger leap than AAA to the big leagues. There's not a bigger one. Correct. So he could, here's the great thing about this. He's struggling, but that's going to get him. He's going to go work with Jordan Walker probably. And they're both going to say, what were we doing wrong here? We know Nolan Arenado's complex out in California is an open invitation. I hope those guys take advantage of that and go out there and work with him and Newt Bar and everyone else um, and figure out what they need to do to get better at the big league level. And we'll see. I mean, look, I didn't think Gorman was going to have like an uh, over an 800 OPS against left-handed pitching this year, but he does. So we'll see what they end up becoming. But as for now, I, Mason Wynn is doing about what I thought he would. I, I thought he was going to be a little bit better offensively, but he's doing about what I thought he would. He made some plays in that Wainwright 200 game. I did watch that one. I said it's been two weeks. It hasn't. I watched that whole game. Um, he made some plays in that game that saved Wainwright for Wainwright's win. Like he's an incredible defensive shortstop already. Um, Incredible things. You think Gorman comes back, or you think they just shut him down for oh, the year? I, if he comes back, I'm going to run to St. Louis and find somebody. Um, I mean, you got 27 jacks. Obviously, you got Nolan with 26. I know not to Golden 30. 25. Makes me sad. I thought he was going to be um, 30. Contreras 20, but Jordan Walker quietly has 16 home runs. Mm -hmm. Like nobody he seems to, to want to talk about that. He might get to 20, um, and that would be fantastic. Let me give me. I want get your take on here. Four guys for 
the, either the offseason, what you'd like to see them do, and next year. Okay. okay. Uh, number one, probably done for the year. Well, he is done for the year. Bur- Alec Burleson. What what would you like to see happen with Alec Burleson? Uh, I honestly, if I'm gonna be honest, he was better than what I thought. Like he really was for a guy who stayed on the mm-hmm. roster the entire year and, and a guy who was who wasn't given regular at bats. Like, I mean, there were times, but not a lot. He he wasn't as bad as what I think a lot of people think he was because there were moments of not great baseball. Yeah. But overall, he was not terrible. What what I'd like to see well, one, I'm not gonna go the trade draft for any of these guys because I don't know what their plan is for the offseason. But for Broson specifically, he talked to actually he was pretty openly after he got injured and said Turner Ward and I butt heads a lot, but it has a lot at the beginning of the year because Turner was basically saying, you can't swing this free. You can't be this free of a swinger in the big leagues and have success. You're not Vladimir Guerrero senior. Like you cannot do this. And Brosen rightfully so was like, this is what got me here. And people are stubborn when that happens. Um, And he started to change that. What I want to see is him become more patient and selective with his swings. He hits the ball really hard. The problem is he swings at everything. So if you hit a change up below the zone really hard, it's going to be an out. So he's got to he's got to become more selective, and honestly, just put himself put yourself in spring training next year into the conversation to be a DH against tough righties. That's what he needs to do. Uh, Richie Palacios, what 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 do you see the future of him? Is that a trade piece? Is that a guy who you think has worked his way into the outfield rotation for twenty four, or is this a guy who, uh, a la Oscar Mercado and all of the rest, just finds himself in at AAA and uh, just kind of hanging out there next year? For me, as of right now, as we stand, I'd have him as my fourth or fifth outfielder going into 2024. If they trade him, you know, I'm not going to say that one. I, I like Richie, but, you know, he's he's an expendable piece, obviously, if you're a bench guy. But I do think I do think he should be in the plans to be on your roster next year as of right now because he's earned it. That's my right. view, at least. Like, yeah. if, if you're going to give guys opportunities when they run with it, don't ignore it. That's how I do it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, we do know that we were told – that center field was an open competition when it never, ever was. So like, yeah, take that also that, like yeah, uh, number three, then becomes Tyler O'Neill. What do you do with Tyler O'Neill? He's gone. You think they're trading? I don't ever want to see him play a game for the Cardinals again. Yeah. Done. Kind of done. Like it's done done beyond done. Yeah. I agree. I, agree. I was done. Like, I hate ago. that too, because I love that guy. Yeah, I do too. But, I, I mean, he was, I've met, I met him multiple times when I worked there. Very nice guy. He works his ass off. I'm not going to say he doesn't, but at the, his, his, his shtick is it's over. Like it's just it's old. It's old. Why he doesn't want to play sometimes when he is healthy, then he's hurt. Like then he he wants to make more money, so he wants to play center field. And then when he's in center field, he's not running full speed. Like move on. Like if you, this isn't enough to move on, no Cardinal fan. If Tyler O'Neill goes and well, that's not true. No reasonable Cardinal fan. If Tyler O'Neill, if you trade him and he goes and hits fifty homers in Cleveland next year or something, no Cardinal fan is going to say, well, you didn't give him a chance. You did. This isn't Randy and this isn't Adolis. This is what Mo needs to realize. You didn't give those two guys chances here. You gave Tyler every chance possible. At some point, it's time to move on. Um, yeah, the best of, as they say, the best ability is availability, and he seems to not like have. Yeah, that I mean, ever. he's a, he's in a, and he's going to go down as one of he's one of the most talented players I've ever seen play on a Cardinal jersey. Agreed. A uh, unicorn. We called him a unicorn but, on here. Yeah, but talent talent doesn't go anywhere if you're not playing. We see it like we're Pelicans fans. Zion, I mean, one of the most talented basketball players to ever walk the face of the earth, the face of the earth. Either way, he he doesn't play. So what's right. that do for you? Yep. He's, um, he's all very talented. Next on the guy bench. out there, Dylan Carlson. I don't know what you do with him. 
I don't. I don't even have an answer for this. Another, one. Like, I, in my I opinion, don't know. another massive disappointment. And I don't know if that's. I I believe that's development. I believe that's you. You the it's way that fun, they have man. treated him. Part, but part. I was going to get there, but I, I the way they've treated Dylan Carlson is beyond bizarre. You can add it to the list. The list is long. We've talked about it on here. If you want to see it, go back and watch our past episodes. We've talked about all of them. However, I I just think you add this to the list, and you almost have to move on at this point. Yeah. Like. I don't know what you're Well, you've I got. agree with that. Here's here's where I'd go with it. If they if if the Yankees are like, we'll give you Clark Schmidt for him, or if the Mets are like, we'll give you Quintana and a prospect for him, like something like that happens, then I think you probably move him for uh for a valuable starting pitcher. Um, because that's what you need. But if teams are like, well, we're gonna give you a reliever that throws 92 miles per hour in triple A, I'm not just getting rid of him. Like, I'll still keep him, even if he's not gonna be that guy that we all wanted him to be, he could still be a, a really good center fielder defensively that can play against lefties like that's valuable but the thing is like if dylan carlson was an eighth round draft pick that was never in the top 20 prospects and he was your you know your fourth outfielder you'd be fine with it but it was the expectations versus the reality that is really hurting him here for cardinal fans um two i got two more for you all right one is tommy edmund what do you think happens he's my center fielder he's my center fielder opening day okay so next year your outfield consists of newt uh, Tommy and Walker or Walker, Tommy, Newt, whichever way left yep, or right be, you want to go. My outfield. Okay. Okay. And then you're looking at uh, a competition between Burley, Palacios, and um, Carlson for those next one to two slash. Burleson wouldn't play the outfield for me. He'd be on there as a DH. So he'd make okay. the, he'd make, Burleson be on my roster no matter what. He'd be a left-handed bat for me. Another shot even, at Luke and Baker. Uh, is he left-handed? Have you seen the guy trying to field the ball be. at first base? <laughs> it's pretty rough. Mason would have one of the coolest plays I've ever seen on his debut, and he ruined yeah, it. Yeah, we were there. We were there. But um, I no offense to Lucan, but yeah, no. I, yeah, there's a little offense there. Yeah, there's actually, yeah. I mean, stay on the base and pick a ball, please. You're um, here. Okay, last last situation. I'll call it a situation. What do you okay. do with kids slash Herrera? Like, what is your – I mean, obviously, we know Wilson will be here. He's going to catch 70%, needs to catch 60 to 70% of the games. What do you do then as that backup? What would you like to see them do there? Well, for me, it would be Herrera would be my backup. But if they still want to keep kids around, which I think they will probably want to, then you've got to look to see if there's an organization that really, really wants Yvonne Herrera, that really wants him, and it's willing to give you something. Like maybe the Rays love him, right? And they'll give you glass now for him. You have to heavily consider it. I wouldn't look to trade him by any means. But it, if you're if you're going to keep Kisner on the roster, you can't let Herrera get a year older in AAA. You just can't. I think the perfect fit in my mind for Herrera, not now because I didn't like it down the stretch because it didn't make sense to me, mm-hmm. but in the offseason, it's the Marlins. Like, I think that is a really good fit for him Well, um, because it's a young staff. But who do they have that they're going to give us? You know I, I, mean? I don't know the answer. Like, I don't like saying, Trevor like, Rogers. I don't love Braxton Garrett, and I don't. Re- and I love Edward Cabrera's stuff, but I hate his control and availability. Yeah, I'm just. I, I'm simply saying by. I'll take Sandy. Sure, sure. Um, one more, one more thing that I wanted. To, so, so we just went over what my outfield would be, which is Newt, um, Tommy Walker, and I do think I believe that that's what I would do if Tommy's still on the roster, which I think he will be. Um, I actually think he might get extended. If I'm being honest. Uh, I also think Donovan has to – Donovan might need to get a chance to be your everyday left fielder. Like, I was going to ask you about, like, is that's, that that's your in or what are you um, doing there? It's so weird to me because Donovan is so valuable wherever you put him, but he's not a great second baseman. And I don't think people understand no. this because he's a gold glove winner. 
he's not bad, but he's not he's not better than Gorman. I don't think he doesn't. Gorman makes plays that Donovan can't make because Donovan's arm's not as good. So I think that's interesting. I also think Walker's gotten a lot better defensively in right field, but it, he's going to be a second year player if he's not if he's not valid like reliable out there going into next year. I mean, maybe you DH him more. You know, right. maybe you do, but I I don't know. I think here's the good thing. Goldie and Nolan, we know they're going to DH. We know that they don't really DH Wilson as much as I thought they were going to. And also you can give guys in the outfield days off. And here's the thing. This is, I didn't even think about this. If Tommy Edmonds not going to get better against right-handed pitching, maybe he doesn't start in that outfield against righties. Maybe he's only in there against lefties, yeah. you know, and you put in your outfield against righties. Maybe that's Donovan Newton Walker. Which would then tell me if why would you have Carlson and Edmund on the 2020-2014? You shouldn't have both of them. Okay, that's – I agree. Good, unless, I'm glad that unless, we're on the same page. Okay, but there. unless you're not going to get anything out of them because they're both still valuable players. If if there's something out there for you to gain from them that's really valuable, then do it. But if there's I, – actually, I don't think I'm trading Tommy Edmund, though. I think he's my center fielder. He's great out there. And you and with this, uh, this season, the mo- thing that's gone the most overlooked is the Cardinals' defense, specifically outfield defense, has been horrendous. Atrocious. Awful. You well, that's, but that, that's, I'm so that that's on your boy, Ollie right there, because he started it by, how. it is, he started by not putting his best center fielder in center field. It's not his decision. He moved, uh, that, not his okay. Decision. Okay. Well then, I mean, he is the manager, so he is the one who's going to get fired. Okay. He is, but who's the guy that can so the roster? Mo. Who's the so guy that constructs the Mo. roster? It's true. It's all, I'm not saying Ollie's blameless either. Like Ollie's, I think a lot of people, when I say Ollie shouldn't be fired, he should get another chance, then think that I think that he's blameless. I don't. I think there's blame to go around Agreed. for everybody. I don't think there's one human being <clears throat> in this Cardinals organization that doesn't have a little bit of blame, other than the um, Miami players. Can we go ahead and squelch one rumor here? And it's not that I, not because I wouldn't want him. Please understand that. But the Cardinals are not dealing for Mike Trout. Like, can we just go ahead and stop that right now? Like, that, what you tell me they want to trade for a thirty-year-old white superstar because they've never done that before. I'm just here's what I'm saying. Like, would, would I love, love it? Him. I love would that. love it. The could you imagine like like Trout, Nolan, and Golden? I do it in a heartbeat too. I would do it in a heartbeat. I, so would I. I just think I just, just think we have to squelch it. Yes. How about, well, how no, about I'd, play, I'd play him in left. I'd play him in left. So no you keep Tommy? It. No, Newt would be my center fielder. Mike Trout's one of the best defensive center fielders. In the I know. I'm just saying to keep him healthy. Either way, I let's think, hold on. I th- Here's I, the reason why I say that. There, because I would be all on board oh for Mike gosh. Trout. I've, I've been saying this for three years. Like, that man is a Cardinal. That man fits into the Cardinal mold. Just, he can't he hit in clutch situations. You just described he, it. <laughs> you just, he's white. You just described it. Like, they would love him. White superstar. Love him. Um. I just think they're going to spend so much money on pitching that I don't think you can just go the route of what the, like we're just going to outscore teams what about this? 20 to 14. Um, What if the angels eat, let's just say the angels eat 10 million a year. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Like he'd, then he'd be a $30 million a year player. That's probably around his value right now as a player. Maybe even you're overpaying for the last, whatever many years of that contract. Well, if they're like, we'll eat 10 million a year, 10 million a year. And we'll get, and if you give us another top prospect, we'll give you Patrick Sandoval and we'll take Miles Michaelis off your hands. You still need for, three pitchers then. For, for a Mason win. Still, you still need three pitchers. Like that. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Saying, but look, it's not going to happen. That's all I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. Would love it to happen. You think, no, if, you think he'd come? Would here. love if we had an ownership that said, hey, here's what we're doing in the offseason. We're going to go ahead. We're going to trade for Mike Trout, the greatest player mm-hmm. your generation has ever seen. All right. Yeah. Your generation has well, ever seen. Well, outside of Otani. 
Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, outside of Otani. There you go. But the greatest hitter. How about that? The greatest yeah. pure hitter your your mm-hmm. your generation has ever seen. We're gonna go ahead and do that. Then we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go get Aaron Nola. Uh, we're going to go ahead and deal because now we have a plethora. So we're going to go and deal for a number three starter. And then we're going to go ahead and we'll, we'll make, take a chance on somebody for a number, or I mean, trade for a number two starter. Take a chance on somebody at number three. We've got the young guys. We are set. Our payroll is $230 million. It wouldn't bro, be, though. Bro, I would be. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you don't sign, if you don't sign another expensive pitcher and the only pitcher you signed was Nola, and let's say in this situation, the Angels would be eating money. This is never going to happen, but we can have oh, fun with it. Because the Caleb on it. See, but, this is what I was uh, if, hoping if would you happen. Mike Trout, let's you get know it I'm moving. Start, let's get it started. Right Either now. way, if you're paying him thirty I, I, I a year, to squelch it. I've turned one eighty. If you're for those of you if, who say three sixty, that's wrong. It's just a one eighty. Okay, if, half. If say, let's say he's making thirty million dollars a year because he'd be in part of the contract. Aaron Noah's making twenty five because that's probably what he's going to get a year. I think um, that's fifty five million dollars a year to your payroll. That's not that much. They're not even close to two hundred. Well, they're yeah, well, but they're gonna have to, yeah, close right? to 200. So, you're there. We go. This is what I was hoping was going to happen with this conversation. Uh, now let's not squelch the rumors, let's make them louder. Trout to St. Louis, you, we got the prospects. Here's what I'll say. Here's we what I'll say. If he's to add two starters and a Mike Trout, yeah, you do. If he's legitimately available, like, legit, like, I don't think he's gonna get traded, but if he's legitimately either. available and he wants and he's not necessarily like. Nolan Arnado's like, I'm only going to St. Louis or LA, not that. But if he's like, I'd go to St. Louis, like he's not Giancarlo Stanton in this thing, um, then you have to you have to call and you have to make an effort. I'm not saying you have to go all in. I'm not saying you have to trade Mason Wynn. I'm not saying you have to trade Lars Newpar because I don't think it should take that much, honestly. I think you could package together a bunch of really good players, some of these young pitchers you got. Um, but you should make an effort because you can't you can't let Mike Agreed. Trout be available and not even check in. Agreed. They should be involved. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'll make a call tomorrow. See where we're at. Hey, Mo, Mike Trout, Aaron Nola, and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. How are we doing? Let's go ahead and get that done, Mo. Hey, Mo, his kid does play at Chaminade. So maybe we can stalk all the sporting events at Chaminade because Mo will be there. So I played him once. I I tried to get Huff, like Brett Huff, to to go say something to him. Or Joe, Joe, dad, no doubt would have done it. But he'd say some crazy shit that doesn't make sense. Yeah, he would. He would. No, it would make sense. Why aren't you bunting? Bingo. He, little bingo here. That's what he'd say every time we had to bunt. Little bingo. So if, if whenever coach said little bingo, somebody was bunting, the entire Midwest knew it. So that was Coach Huff. Love that man. Um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about the the young birds, the baby birds. Um, Thomas to JC, double A by batting title, and promoted to triple A and, le- and led double A in RBIs. Correct. Correct. Thank you for stealing my thunder. What's going to well, bring all of that heat to this? I but um, I love that man. I, I think he's probably he's a trade piece, but I, no. I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they look at him. I don't know where they, where they view him. Does, does <sighs> like, I, I just don't, I don't know, know, but I, I am a fan of this guy. I know you can't have enough good players. That's what I know. I, well, I guess, I don't know. Maybe the Cardinals proved that wrong this year. Maybe they had too many at the beginning of the year, but three eighteen at double a he's, he's a stud and he's not a guy that, I'm interested to see where he's going to be ranked at the start, like in the top 100 at the start of the next year. Like if he's a top 50 guy, like he probably should be. Um, if that is the case, like, yeah, that's a massive trade value there. But I, mean, I almost think you trade you trade make someone at your major league level and keep him. I'm not saying this because I'm, I'm telling you that this is truth. I've never played at either level. Uh, I've had people on Twitter who have probably never played at any level try to argue with me about what I've been relaying in the information. What I have heard... From those who I trust, hitting 318 at double A 
more impressive than hitting 318 at AAA. Yeah, That's it is. Well, a lot of people do, oh, double A's lower. How could that be better? Do you not understand? Like that's that right. Two things. Two Look reasons. at the Cardinals. The majority of your prospects are a double A. Majority of your prospects are a double A, but also they're still finding the strike zone. So you're going to get a lot of balls not ready to hit, like not able to hit. You you want to try and hang on. Just, you want you want some guy who's 18 years old throwing 102 and having to hang in on his slider. Bingo. Like, I'm just, that? I don't I'm want that. just relaying what I've heard. Yeah. Those who have played at those levels say. So for him to hit 318 at triple a AA, pumped about that. Um triple A has some more refined talent for sure, but the the pure yes. freaking smoke that pitchers throw at double A, it's crazy. Correct. Uh Jimmy Crooks promoted to triple A, skip yeah, double A from Peoria straight up to Memphis. Love that. Like that's obviously a, a, a need move for, for I think Memphis. They did that with Raychick too, didn't they? I think so. I think so. So I'm I'm pretty happy for for him. Jimmy Crooks can rake, bro. Jimmy he Crooks did. can rake. Yeah, I and I mean I was a fan of him. I was in honestly college. surprised. I was surprised that he wasn't in double A. And Rachel's in double A, so I was wrong. I was surprised that Jimmy Crooks wasn't in double A for some of this year, just because he is a college bat. This is his like I think he was ready for that. And that's what like with Chase Davis next year, if he has a really good start at PR. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in Springfield quickly. Like that's double A guys are get are close to ready for that. No, college guys, sorry. College guys are close to ready for double A because especially when you're facing, you know, big conferences like yeah, you know, playing Arizona and stuff like that. So back to what you said though, I think they did move Rachik up to triple A at one point and now he's back down. He's back down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. so too. Um another guy, my guy, just because I love guys who hit absolute tanks, Moises Gomez back-to-back years with 30 jacks at trip at the Why minor league level here? that's again you are you like reading my show notes i just don't steal, I don't. steal every bit of thunder I like i, I lead it up it. and then there's a, a punchline at the end every time so far i've led up you have just stepped on the punchline and taken it so do you want to, i'm just gonna sit back and let you run that no i don't have notes um i i just i'm confused if moises gomez isn't going to get called up now with all these injuries, then why are you wasting a 40 man spot on him? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, that was my next. If, if, if he's here and he's in your organization because you want the depth, I'm not saying Moises Gomez is going to be a great big league hitter. I don't Me believe neither. he will be personally. He can be. I don't believe he will be. The swing and miss but rate I believe does you, make you a little nervous. Yeah. But, but I mean, no offense to junior junior Caracuto or Jose <laughs> Fermin or any of these guys or Taylor Motter who was here for a while. Moises Gomez is at least more intriguing to me than those guys. So give him a chance. I, Why not? And he's got guns on him. Not quite Garcia guns. Massive. Not like Garcia guns, but guns. Well, um, Garcia's a little bit more chiseled. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude is put together. Back, um, by the way, hit a homer yesterday. I saw. Yeah, yeah, he struggled coming back. Like struggled his first few games back. He's like one for nine, but then hit a bomb. I think he rushed back. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you have to at this point in time. Yeah. Like you've got to get ready. Like, let me ask you this. I, I was watching MLB Central this morning. Um, and the, the reaction from Carlos Pena, who I really fan of on there, big fan of his, obviously love Mark DeRosa, but the reaction from both of them, when Vladdy Guerrero sat out last night because of knee discomfort, um, was amazing for me to watch those two guys. Like that is something, if you're a Blue Jays fan now, and Carlos said, maybe we need to call it something different, but if the team is reporting it knee discomfort, he should be in the, I mean, I'm sorry, unless that thing is falling off. Yeah. That man should be in the lineup. Well, there's every a couple night. ways to look at that because of knee discomfort. Or there's, if it is, you don't release yeah. that. 
That's all. Yeah, I'm well, saying. well, here's the thing. It's kind of like to me in hockey when it's like this player has an under a lower body injury, and it's like, well, that might mean he has a broken knee. Like you don't know what that means. But for Vladdy, it could be one they're trying to control. They're trying not to release what it actually is because they don't want the fan base to panic. Maybe it's worse than they think than they or they don't know yet. But if it is just discomfort, like I'm not a big leaguer. I was never paid to play baseball. I was never close to being drafted. Never even close. I was never close to being recruited to go to um, Division One baseball. But I do know that I played a whole season with what I still think was a fractured wrist in the summer. And I wasn't getting paid. And I wasn't going for a World Series. And I wasn't the son of a Hall of Famer. No offense. Um I, I don't understand what's going on. Shot at me. I'm not. <laughs> Especially I since mean, he's been red hot too. Red hot. Yes. It he's just, actually hitting homers now. Just smells bad. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't, it it doesn't look bad. great. And I, that, no. I'll tell you what, that Blue Jays organization, something fishy. Weird. Weird. Something fishy. They're Canadian. What do you want? What do you want? Well, no, it's just weird. Like they had this young core um, that was really, really talented. They trade their top, their biggest prospect in years, like other than Vladdy, like your biggest prospect since Vladdy. For Don Varsho, who's been dreadful offensively there this year, like absolutely awful, and it, it nothing works. They they have George Springer, who's one of the best hitters in baseball when he's healthy. They have you know Barrios has been great. Bassett's been really good. Matt Chapman is iffy, but he's great defensively. They have Alec Manoa's doing weird stuff. Hope he's all right mentally. Yeah, he's I don't MIA. know. What's going on. I'm hoping he's. Oh, he's okay. I, I'm hoping he's okay mentally. That screams Me like too. something's going on yes. there. I hope he's okay. Um, but they have Kevin Gosman's amazing. And then you look at it, and it's like they might not make the playoffs. It did you know, you did know, so I don't even know why I ask this. I did not know that Gosman led the AL in strikeouts until like He's, yesterday. I was I screaming for the Cardinals to sign him. I know you were. You were. I will give you props on him forever because you were the one leading the charge. And the Cardinals said, "No thanks, we they, got enough." And he didn't even get that much money. He's so good. We got He's so Hudson. good. That dude um, splitter is one of the filthiest pitchers in baseball. I'm gonna. Say, I'm gonna. Hold on. Anything else you want to talk about with the Cardinals before we go around the league? Because I kind of want to take a trip around. I well, I don't think you've given your opinion on much, so I want to ask you about a couple of things. Okay. you haven't given your opinion on much. You well, I try, but you step on it and squash no, it. You, no, like you try bug. and set up questions. Well, okay, stop. Yeah. Tommy Edmund. Yeah. Do you think he should be a part of your center fielder going into next year, like if, I said? If if I, I'm going to put my GM hat on over my Texas Rangers Not hat. your Pobo here. hat? You're Even though finished. I am rooting for the Mariners. I send a lot of mixed signals in the world. Um, I am trading Tommy Edmond in the offseason. That's what I am doing. I think there is a lot of value. I think I think there's sneaky value for Tommy Edmond. There's a lot of value for him. I think, though, honestly, I think outside of the Cardinal fan base, not that's not fair. Outside of a small community of the Cardinal fan base who don't get the Tommy Edmond thing, and I've been part of that for a while, but I'm not no longer part. I think I think it's time to move on from Tommy Edmond because you have Brendan Donovan. You have guys like that who can fill the, the void. I just think you can get – I think you can get a number three pitcher potentially for Tommy Edmond. I, no, you don't can. think you can get a Katana? No. He's not number three either. He's number four or five. Um, Here's here's my here's my maybe I'm wrong then maybe I here's, here's then my pack, then I think it's got to be part of a package deal. I don't I'm think moving you on trade him just Edmund. to trade him. But why? Like he he's your best defensive center fielder on the. But here's why I'll tell you why. Of all of our trade assets, I don't want to deal Donovan. I don't no. want to deal Gorman. No. Obviously, I don't want to deal Win or Walker, right? Mm-hmm. And or Newt. So those five right. to me, and we've talked about on here, like that's who everyone's going to want. So to me, let's go to that next guy, which is Tommy Edmond, and let's maybe add a, a who a prospect, somebody to that, to get us a middle of the rotation guy mm-hmm. 
that that's what the, that's my thought. You got you got Brendan Donovan, yeah, who can either who can play left field every day if you need him to. He can play wherever you need. You've got Newt who can play center. You got Victor Scott banging down the door coming up, so, yeah. also behind him. I just think if we if we hang on to Tommy Edmond for another year, now he becomes a light hitting center fielder, like uh-huh. who's not being utilized at short or second right. or left. I think right now, like I said this before, and people got mad at me. There was a time to deal Matt Carpenter, and we didn't. We extended him, and we saw what happened. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Tommy Edmonds. He's only 27. Yeah, I'm, not saying. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, though, there are times where I think we extend guys instead of getting rid of them when, when the value is the highest. Yeah. I don't know that Tommy Edmonds' value gets any higher than it is right now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I agree. Year, and, maybe. and I'm also not I'm also not against trading him. Like if he's on the roster, he's my center fielder. That's what I was saying. I don't think I, I'm not trading him just to trade him by any no, means. No, I agree. Like with you that. have to get value. And if you're getting if it's like a middle rotation guy that's like Michaelis, right? That doesn't have any upside really, then I'm not trading him. But if you're no, getting a guy that has legitimate upside, but if you're if you're another team, why the hell would you do that? Well, I think Tommy Edmund fills a lot of holes for why a lot of you just want, why won't you just ask for Victor Scott? If you're another team, giving because, away like, high because Victor guy. Scott can't play second, short, third, left, sure. center. That's why sure. I think yeah. Tommy Edmund feels like if you look at the Mariners, and again, we've talked about it. I would you not deal Edmund and somebody else for Robbie Ray? I would. No, fuck no. That contract's horrible. I wouldn't have signed him to that contract. That could I get it. Ready. I'm just saying, though, he only has two no, years left on it. Right. No. That's a guy I would look. I don't at. want I don't want him. OK, he's, he's not very good. His ask upside Jordan, is there. Ask Jordan Alvarez how good he is. Hit stop. He's two years removed from being a Cy Young winner. I don't, Let's relax. I don't care. Rick Porcello won a Cy Young. I want to trade Tommy Edmund for him either. Rick Porcello. <laughs> okay. Again? So I shouldn't throw out names in. Uh, my point is, you asked me about Tommy Edmund. I'm doing whatever I can to potentially package him with someone else to give me a middle. Because I don't think you'll get a top of the rotation guy. But I think you get a no, middle of the rotation I know you guy. <laughs> that's, that's what that's what I yeah, would do. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, you know, the thing about this is you just never know what the trade offers are. But I, I wouldn't say if someone called me and said, Tommy Edmund – I want him. I wouldn't say no way. Like I would be like, right. okay, what do you want? What are you going to give me? And then I, yeah. I think there's a lot of arms out there that might, we're not even looking at from oh, yeah. organizations who would yeah, be willing to deal that I think would come in. And it, let's say, let's say miles is your three, whatever three, four mm-hmm. that you could get to put him in there in your rotation every day. I want miles at four. Like, you, you know, Barrios, please. We have to like that. That's all I'm saying. It's like, up blue Jays. I mean, give me Bo Bichette and right. Jose Barrios. Right. Um, okay. Next question. Go. Oh, um, no, I don't remember what it was. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't remember. That's all I wanted your opinion on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I would do. Um, okay, one team. Well, we'll, we'll get into that. All right, quite, uh, question number two. Oh, shit. Before we get to the shout-outs for the week, all right? Um, number two. We got to hurry this up, by the way. Give, give me appointments. I know. Kale's, Kale's got all kinds of issues up there. <laughs> <Get> all <laughs> kinds of issues. Um. Players with 40 home runs and 60 stolen bases in their first two seasons. Go. Bobby Wood Jr. Yep. Um, Acuna, did he do it? Nope. Barry? Barry. How many are there? There's four of them. That's Trout. two. Nope. Really? Really? No, yeah, he definitely did. He didn't. There's two more? There's two. Okay, are you they, gave okay, me two, they... four total. Griffey? Nope. Are they current day players, these guys? One is current, and one is a uh, relative of one of the other answers that you gave. Who did I say? Bobby Wood Jr.? Who else did I say? Bonds. 
Oh, Bonds. Oh, Bobby Bonds. Bobby Bonds. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and the other one's current day. Current, current superstar 20. of Major League Baseball. Forty and eighty. Yep. Corbin Carroll. Forty and yeah, forty and sixty. Corbin Carroll. Sorry, forty and sixty. Nope. He didn't hit fifteen his first year. Okay. Um. Oh, J. Forty and sixty. J. Rod. Boom. Nailed it. Good job. Bobby Witt was the one that got me. Like obviously because I saw oh, that dude, the other day. He's insane. That dude is. I hope Kansas City does something. Spend some money, fucking Kansas City. Build a new Spend stadium that's not cavernous. This dude. But I love Hoffman. It's so beautiful. Then move the fences in. Then move the fences in. Agreed. We agree on that. Expand. Should, expand the. Same fountains. should happen at Bush. Same right. should happen at Bush. So, um, okay. Let me give some props, and I'll get you some props, and then let's go around the league, and we'll get out of here. That sound good? Yeah. Yep. So just uh, some shout outs. Anthony Volpe, uh, first Yankee rookie since twenty or rookie to do twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Acuna is going to do 40 40 here in just a second, but he's 40, also going to do 70. 40. Right. That's what I was going to say. Acuna, 30, 60, 60, and 100 RBIs. First since Joe Morgan, who did it in um, 76. Is that not ridiculous? Yeah. Acuna or Mookie? It's an interesting conversation to me because Acuna's got the stolen bases. Look, I'm going to but... show you this. Right next on my list, you can't see it, but right next underneath there was Betts. Yeah, I, you stole so, this. Am no. I sharing my notes with you? Like, are no, you getting I these ask ahead you, of time? When I, when I put them up. on my phone, do you get them? And like, you're like, okay, I, when dad talks about this, I'm stealing it immediately. No. <laughs> I think the most interesting conversation, this is the most interesting MVP conversation since like, I thought Vado versus Stanton when Stanton won, it was really interesting because Vado yes. was like a 420 OBP or something Correct. crazy. But this one's interesting to me because do you value the stolen bases that Acuna is getting? So when he hits a single, it's basically a double or a triple or do you value the fact that Mookie not only is the best defensive right fielder in baseball, but also, I mean, an above average shortstop and second baseman while putting up the, almost the same offensive numbers besides stolen bases? It's a crazy conversation. I'm interested to see. Here's what I'm interested to see. I think Acuna wins it. Right? I, I will, that's what I will say. But I am intrigued to see if you were to look at your top four front runners for the National League, they're from the same two teams. It's Freeman right. and Betts. It's Olsen and it's um, Acuna. Acuna. I remember the MV3, obviously, from 2004. Like, it's going to be interesting to see if one group of two split more votes than the other group. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm no, here's the thing. I don't think, I think Freeman wins it. So no, I don't no, think no. Olsen wins it. No. But I wonder if the votes of one of those could sway the other one into the front runner. That's all here's I'm saying. why I don't think they will, because I think the two, like, actual two front runners are very obvious. I don't think anyone's going to vote. Freddie and Matt Olson are having phenomenal seasons. Don't take anything away from them. But I don't think those two are – neither of those two are going to get first-place votes or second-place okay. votes. Okay. I don't think. I think the reason that Cooney is going to win it, there's two reasons. One, Mookie's already won an MVP. So that yes. I think that does play a factor in your head. Um, and two, Acuna is doing something nobody's ever done. Do you do you think – it? Uh, and I think voters might tell me no, but I think the reality of the answer is yes. Do you think the fact that Acuna is also on the best team in baseball – Probably has some. I mean, I think that you have to take that into consideration. I, I believe. You I don't know if they that, do. You could take that into consideration either way. Like, one, do you say he's less valuable because his team's so good? You know. Yeah, like, I, without it's, Mookie, it's a, the Dodgers are MVP, the Dodgers are in the playoff picture. MVP is such a weird because it's stupid. If you re- Call it the best right, player. It, it is. I agree. Yeah, I agree. MVP, most best player, <laughs> <laughs> most bestest. Um, all right. Leading into that, our guy. Well, no. Before you mentioned him. Shout out to to do not call him Mike, but Giancarlo Stanton for his 400th home run. Did not know that he was approaching 400 home runs. Hey, I, of course you did. Well, he was the quickest player ever to 300. He is the fourth fastest to 400. Mm-hmm. 
Do not um, ask me the three above him because I don't know the answer. Probably like Hank Aaron. I don't know. Um, Albert, maybe. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's probably some. I mean, Mike Trout's gonna be up there when he gets there. I don't. I don't know if it's weird to me that everyone's sitting back and watching him to see if he gets to 500 to see if he gets in the Hall of Fame. To yeah. me, if you have to hit a certain number, you're not in the Hall of Fame. 500 is a Hall. I mean, that's always been. But, that's been but, the that's, but that's my thing, though. Like, if you Still, if you have 500 like, home so, runs in the so show. So how about this, Dad? If he if he hits 498, is he in? Well, Fred, ask Fred McGriff because it took so him how long to no, get in. If, if, if Giancarlo doesn't, if Giancarlo Stanton, yeah, it took him 20 years. If Giancarlo Stanton doesn't, um, the point. if Giancarlo Stanton doesn't get to 500, I don't think he gets in, which means if he does get it, he shouldn't get in. I, I would have to go back, honestly, and look at all of his other numbers. I don't have them in front of me. I don't know what his career OBP is or what his slugging is. I mean, he's been off the last two years. I understand that. He can't run. 500, bro, 500 home runs. I get it. I get it. I mean, it's incredible. There but are a he, lot of guys who didn't hit 500 home runs who are in the Hall of Fame who did not have the five-year dominant run that right. Stanton had. That's what I will four, say. If he hits 480, is he in? So if I say no, you're going to say then if he hits 500, he shouldn't be in. But if you say yes, I'm going to say you're change. lying. Right. I think if he gets – let's just let it play out. I'm not going to give you my I hope he, if he gets, my, if I don't know the I'm, answer. Here's what I hope. Here's what I really hope because I really like Giancarlo Stanton, even though he hates the Cardinals. I hope – he hates St. Louis. He doesn't hate the yeah. Cardinals. Well, well, and I, mean, I hope that if – don't make that face about St. Louis. No, 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 I, no. I was just saying, I mean, if let's be honest. If you're a young superstar, Latin superstar well, – uh, We dodged I'm, a bullet with that one. I I, hope, right, I'm probably going to go to New York or St. Louis. That's all I'm saying. Like That's why yeah. I keep trying to tell people Otani's not going to a Midwest team. He's not. He's no, going to be on a no, coast. No. He's going to be on I a coast. Hope, okay, yeah, we get it. I hope um, – I hope John Carlos Dan has a great next three years, gets to 500 and also puts up like 900 OPSs and we don't have to talk about it. Bingo. But Bingo. but if he's putting up 30 home runs a year and batting 190 and has an OBP of 250 and he can't run and he doesn't play the outfield and he's just a DH, just not even an above when, average hitter, I don't know. When do we get into the Adam Dunn for the Hall of Fame talk? I mean, the, I, mean I guarantee you the second half of Adam Dunn's career is better than Stan's is going to be. It was pretty good. It was amazing. His numbers are ridiculous. That way, look at his batting average and it, and his strikeouts. But, but his every batting other average number... was like two forty. Like today, well, he was Kyle Schwarber. He's like, like now... two ten. Okay, but Stanton's is one ninety something. No, no, no. I I get it. I'm just and obviously I have to bring about him down because he is one of my all time favorite players. So that's why we have to do but that. His prime but... was hitting around two forty. But back then, that was considered yeah. bad. Right. Correct. The first career he – I mean, he has 17 career board dead. That's not a Hall of Fame. No, he's not getting in. He's not getting in. But 462 home runs, bro. That's I mean, ridiculous. he was batting – he was – I mean, in his prime, in his best years, he was batting 260, 270. Like – He has a career OPS of 854 and an OPS plus of 124. He has I mean, a career like not, 380 on base That's a career, though. With 462 oh, he's a great runs. player. No one's going to deny that. That's my he had, a ball out of, he had a ball out of Great American Ballpark. Multiple balls out of Great While American Ballpark. While he was playing Ballpark. with Ken Griffey Jr., that team was okay. um, loaded. And Austin Kearns and Willie Mopena. Um, all right. Bronson anyway. Royo. Bronson Royo was not in the outfield of that team. <laughs> but now get to no, our he, guy. He our our guy who lands on our Mount Rushmore of favorite players of all time. Let's talk about Bryce. Um, 300 home runs, sixth fastest of all time. I honestly thought he'd be top five. Uh, the injuries, injuries probably, yep, like Griffey, like probably and same a few way. down I don't know years. Um, and then 
1,500 hits. Well, that one surprised me a little bit. I didn't realize the 1,500. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's on pace to have 600-plus home runs and over 3,000 hits. Like, well, How old is he, 30? 30. So you think he's going to keep up this pace through his 40 Do you not think that Bryce Harper can get 150 hits plus for his next 10 years? I do. Bryce Harper's played since he's 19 and only has 1,500. So why would I think in his 30s he's going to get to 3,000? Because I think that now that they're using him more at first base and they'll use him more with the DH, like those were not a part of his early years. Like I think if he stays healthy, I think 300 – I think 600 home runs and 3,000 hits is – I think that's highly attainable. I think, for a guy I like think it's Bryce more Harper. likely for him to get over 500 and probably around two twenty five hundred. That's probably more likely. Okay, that's fair. I think. But it, I, think I think he think could do it. He just both. the thing is, he just walks so much that he's not going. He's not a hits guy. Part, like I think the only it. I think the only two guys that really have a chance to get to three thousand, still playing, are probably Manny Machado and Jose Altuve. Altuve, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting. Machado's call. getting close. He's still pretty that. young. Like he's in. He's getting close to two thousand. Um, just to take a look around as we get close to. The um, as we get close to the playoffs, I I think the team that no one you're you're not going to agree with me because we both said they're garbage all year long. I think the Milwaukee Brewers are a dangerous fucking team come the playoffs, and the reason is that bullpen and Burns, Woodruff, and Pena, they are. I how, believe how many that years they are. in a row are you gonna get fooled? I, I think this year could be different. We saw Donaldson. Why, why is it different? Yesterday. Corbin Burns is worse. You, you have a little better lineup. Things. You have a better lineup. No, they don't. They do. Better have than you what seen that have. lineup? Adam Wayne just do seven shutout well innings against them. I'm just letting you know. I think that they are. They are, and they're also shutting us down today. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you see our lineup? I'm just saying, no, I think they're dangerous. That's all I'm why, saying. Why, Dad? Okay, why are they more dangerous now than okay, when they, they had Yasmani Grandal? Hold let's on. Let's be honest. Hold, Hold on. on. When they had Yasmani Grandal, Mike Moustakas, actually, like, really, really prime Christian Yelich, they had Ryan Braun, they had all these guys. Why are they more dangerous now? I think their bullpen is better. And I think with those is three it? guys. No, I mean, it's not. They don't have Josh Hader. Just let me, you answer the question. Let me answer. That's wrong. It. Stop. Just listen. Right now, if you match up against the, the Diamondbacks, the, the Marlins, or the Cubs, I'm taking the Brewers in that right. wild card, hands yeah, down. Same. That means they now align with the Dodgers. You have sat they're on post. this. No, that's wrong because you have sat on this podcast all year and told me how they're not very good. The Dodgers aren't very good. They're not. They have no pitching. They have zero pitching. Right. Right. They don't need pitching against that team. You do because Woodruff and and Payne, uh, Peralta Burns. and and Burns can shut you down. Absolutely, they can. I think they match up well with the Dodgers. Well, no, in a five no, no. in a five them. game series, Caleb, come on! They want to I mean, play them. They would play the number one. They would play them. No, they would not. They'd be the, the Phillies played the Braves last year. They play the. They're the three seed because they okay. have the buy. They so, play the two seed. They, no, they're not going to. Well, okay, well, when you say that they're dangerous, what does that mean? You think they can? Win that the means World that series? I think that they could go toe to toe and beat the Dodgers in a five game series. Okay, that's so. Well, that's what I can think. they win the World Series? Yes, because here's here's why I say that. Hold on, stop. How well, many times? Okay, stop. Because last year, two years ago, you would have said the Braves can't win it. Last year, you would have said the everyone picked the Cardinals to beat the Phillies. I, I, I didn't Nobody say Nobody thought the Phillies could do it. You, you, you did Phillies, on here. The Phillies had the, the talent were gonna beat to them go on a run. So you did. The Phillies had a talent to go on the run if they got hot. And everyone so knew did that. the Brewers. No, they don't. They do. Who's gonna Who's gonna hit the big homer? They. I don't know that they have to. You've got you've what I don't World know. Series team doesn't didn't have a big homer or two I or seven? What I'm saying is you've got guys on that roster who can hit home runs. Can who? You've got Adamas, you've got Yellich, oh. you've got Canna, you've got Donaldson, you've got Telez, you've got Contreras, 
You've got guys who can hit home runs, but Josh they are Donaldson. built around that pitching. You got Donaldson. Yeah, they have him, unfortunately, for them. He had a bomb yesterday. Another cool, one. He's awful. I'm just letting you know. That's fine. Write them off. I hope they lose in the first round because I don't like the Brewers. If it's I'm, Brewers, my, I don't. I can't root. My whole but point I'm letting is, you know that I think that team could find themselves easily in the NLCS, and then that is a matchup nightmare with those three pitchers yeah. in that bullpen. That's I, all I'm. You saying. know what I think has become overrated? People always say they have these three horses; they can win it all. No. No. What okay. team has won okay. a World Series recently without a superstar hitter? I'm, I agree. I agree with you. Or without two superstar hitters. Yeah, I agree. Doesn't happen. So why Cardinals are the Brewers going to superstar break hitters last year and they went zero and two? Okay, but who has won a World Series without at least at least two All Star caliber hitters? But most of them have superstars. There's no All Star caliber hitters on that, that Brewers team. Not one. Okay. So why we'll are see. they they're going to break the rule? I just think that pitch. I think you can. I think you can win three to one games. That's what pitchers I'm have better. Their teams with equally as good pitching, better better bullpens, and a lineup that can actually hit. Well, there's no team with a better bullpen because they have the best bullpen in baseball. So that's not a thing. That's wise, huh? That's wise. <laughs> All right, time to go. It's time to get it out. It is of time here. to go. I, I gotta I go. Can't, I can't. I gotta go. Kids. Gotta get a tooth pulled, probably from COVID. We don't know what happened there. Don't but spread propaganda, All right. Aaron Rodgers. So, um, here, I think please. we're gonna have a guest on here soon. I think Mike Godar's coming on with us here soon. I want to talk to him about what what his view of the twenty three Cardinals were, what the twenty four Cardinals are going to look like. Obviously, it's all guessing here, but go take care of your tooth. Go get that taken care of. Thank you all so much as always for joining us. Whether you're here on YouTube, whether you're on Apple, you're on Spotify, or you're anywhere else, we greatly appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend. Have an amazing weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Go Cards.